that's what it was called. The last one. <laughs> Raising Nashville. Don't Raising worry, guys. We're not Nashville. making it up. <laughs> the one with Raising Mario Nashville. Welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juicebox. Oh, boy. And on this week's episode, we wanted to throw it back to our childhood because on this podcast, we talk a lot about uh, raising children. Occasionally, we'll bounce back and, and talk about our childhood, things that we've went through, things that, you know, are, how it's changed now and our kids are going through different things. So this week, we wanted to dive into cartoons. And cereal? No. No. <laughs> they go hand in hand. Yes. But, uh, no, we wanted to talk about cartoons this week because um, I was actually doing some research when we came up with the idea for this podcast, and I said, you know, my thought is we live in a very on-demand buffet world right now. Mm -hmm. Sure. And when we were kids, it was not even close to being like that, right? Uh, we're the first generation that... Uh, knew what it was like before the internet and after the internet. And that is uh, kind of a big thing on today's podcast is the fact that everything is on demand, streaming. Um, there are millions of things that kids can watch, but it was not like that when we were children. And when I say it, I was doing some research, I, I Googled everything that I could find on on-demand effects on children and I couldn't find it. I'm confused how there hasn't been a type of study. Like I just, right. I can immediately tell you the effects right now. No, like, I, we can you, impatient. You, we yeah, live exactly. the effects on a daily basis. All right, episode's over. Yeah. No. Um, so I did find one article written by a blogger in the UK that talked about kind of an on-demand world versus the world that we grew up in. Who's the blogger? Um, I I don't know. I could probably. <laughs> I could probably bring it up. It literally was like written in some kind of a, a half-assed, you know, per own little tiny town newspaper. Um, um, <clears throat> but I found something on it, and there wasn't very much content. So that's why I say we are actually going to be uh, we're going to transcend this subject because we have children, and it is we live in a very frustrating world when it comes to TV. Right. I mean, it is it is very convenient for us. Don't get me wrong. You know, if you want to binge watch anything that you want to, you know, you can go on Netflix or you can go on Amazon Prime or you can go on Hulu. You can watch an entire season at once. When we were kids, if you wanted to watch, I don't know, let's say Seinfeld and you're really into Seinfeld, that once the episode's over, it's kind of like a a void there because you know you have to wait a whole another week right or if you want to binge watch seinfeld you had to go buy the box set or you just had to tape the episode off television okay yeah. well <laughs> sorry i didn't have those liberties when i was a kid uh true as a kid yeah i mean yeah, yeah if you're in the seinfeld as a kid you're advanced yes <laughs> it's true but what we want to talk about is because this comes up we, you know, old boy and I have children right now that are probably into TV a little bit more than they should be. Um, um, I, I disagree. You, on my side, okay. My my kid likes it, but I we it's so limited. We we've done a good job of turning her around and not being obsessed with TV. But go ahead, sorry. Well, I wish that that was the case in our house. Um, we are two extremely hardworking. I'm not saying you're not. 
but hardworking individuals. <laughs> you kind of toned it. I wasn't. <laughs> we are hardworking individuals, and oftentimes that work uh, continues home, and we're trying to work on that. But mm-hmm. one thing that you can do, and one thing that uh, you know, put them in front of a TV. They have their own shows. They're you know, they're cartoons. And they now in this de- on-demand world, they demand these cartoons. Okay, like is like Levon like Daddy my shows. Yeah, he says his shows so like like home. an old lady in the eighties. Gotta like, get home, watch my show. Gotta- <laughs> Our kid is one and a half, and he is already like that, too. Like, we don't really let him watch anything except Sesame Street. That's the only thing he watches now. We've branched out into a couple Pixar movies, but we're trying to, like, kind of, you know, be mindful of what we're we're letting him watch and limit it. But he still, he just, like, he calls Sesame Street Cookie, and he'll just, like, get up in the morning, especially on the weekend, like, have his bottle. We'll be hanging out in the living room. He'll just point at the TV and go, Cookie. Cookie. <laughs> Do you think we did that when we were kids? I guess I probably. Because it. it was the weekend, specifically. And that's what we want to dive into is Saturday morning cartoons in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what was it like... We were talking, old boy and I were talking about it earlier before you got over here. There was like morning cartoons too, that which I totally like forgot about watching cartoons in the morning before school sometimes. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think our parents allowed us to do that. Uh, well, I was telling Juicebox what happened was, so I would get up in the mornings. We'd get we'd get my parents would get the kids, me and my brother, ready, and then they'd get ready. But they'd get us up early, man. So we'd be sitting there and we're kind of waiting around to go outside to check the bus and. You, uh, you probably didn't take a bus, but the... the <laughs> I did take a bus, <clears throat> dick. I would, during those few public school years. But then, so we'd be out, before you go outside to get, you know, to wait for the bus, we'd watch some cartoons, and man, I'd be like half in and out of consciousness. But that, I watched, a, a, the majority of my cartoon watching was then. Sure, I, and I remember the older I got, you know, eating cereal in the morning and watching like Power Rangers, you know, like right. one ep- you could watch one episode of that before it's time before to go. Before it's time to go, right? right. Exactly. But that, that's that's where one of my one of my favorite cartoons comes into play. So it's not necessarily Saturday morning cartoons, but sure. And before we dive into our favorite cartoons of the '80s and some things that we grew up with, I kind of want to get back into the subject of you know uh, everything being on demand. And the fact that kids now, when we were growing up, you understood what commercials were. Like, it was not too long after you were watching television as a child that you knew that there was going to be a two to three minute break every once in a while that's going to jam up, you know, what's about to happen <laughs> yep. in, your, in the cartoon. Sure. Um, and you got used to that. And it was just a thing. And, you know, some of those uh, commercials, obviously, through cartoons, targeted kids. So it was still a little bit entertaining, you know, if... Uh, a commercial for my buddy comes on, you know, right after the the cartoon like fades to black. Mm-hmm. It's still cool because you're looking at it's toys. Not, cool. <laughs> <laughs> not that, that okay. Not that cool might have that might not have been a great reference, but okay. Let's say Legos. Let's right. say you know uh, GI Joes. The GI Joes always had like the kids that were playing with GI Joes in the commercials always had the coolest setting to play with these things. No doubt, they like show the boat and they're like in like next to a creek where there's like snow on the ground or something. It's like what. <laughs> Where the hell are these kids playing? Yeah. But it's awesome. It's an amazing place. Yeah, yeah. These, these kids are in Siberia. Like this, <laughs> they have this perfect setting in the yeah, background. They always had the perfect setting for playing with those toys. Those Meanwhile, you get it back to your house. You're playing with on some like brown carpet at your house. Like yeah. it just doesn't. 
doesn't have the same effect. <laughs> yeah, but that's how marketing gets you. Um, but then, so commercials were still interesting to children, and they targeted it that way. They made it great and seamless. Uh, today, no commercials, right? Um, I am watching a movie, The Secret Life of Pets 2, yesterday. Yesterday afternoon, and it's on, like, TNT. And this is the first time that I come to actual realization that once it hit commercial, Levon, who, you know, is almost three at this point, says, uh, turn Secret Life of Pets 2 back on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, it's going to come back on. We just got to have a little bit of patience. And then he's like, no, he gets in that whiny voice. It's like, no, Secret Life of Pets 2. And I'm like, I can't do that. You know, I could probably stop it and I can go on Hulu or Netflix and find it and, Mm -hmm. you know, cue it up to that point and just ride it out. But I kind of want him to know what commercials are like because it provides a little bit of patience. Okay. I was reading an article about some, it was, uh, I think it was in the Atlantic. Um, it was The person was talking about how they had raised their kids more or less, like I think they were about five years old. They had never seen a commercial basically because, you know, they had only had Netflix or whatever. like you Internet-based know. TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they never saw any ads really. And they talked about how they went over to like a like a friend's house or something like that and we're watching TV and saw like a commercial for a toy and their mind was like blown and they came home and were like just describing the commercial and then they wanted the toy and like they said the kids had like memorized like every single like part of the commercial and every single thing about it just because it was like something new and it was so like I mean, you know, ads are like visually and like stimulating stimulating across all senses or almost all senses. So it's just like they were immediately sucked in and immediately wanted this toy and immediately like were just like jacked up. That's how they get you. That's what worries me about like not ever feeding my kids sugar before like a certain age. Like I like, you know what I mean? Like I'm afraid if I did that, like I've I've given my kid candy because I'm afraid if she gets to a certain age and never had candy, she would go off the rails. You Mm -hmm. know, so she gets to college. Yeah, just candied. (laughs) out but does juice box bring up a good point because uh if these kids have never seen a commercial have they ever really wanted a toy other than seeing it in a store that they you know potentially were in they haven't seen how somebody else uses it or plays with it or uh how they depict it in this commercial so i mean uh, it might save you some money because you're not consistently buying toys okay that that is an interesting thought that you bring up that like they don't see how they're not seeing the best case scenario or whatever that a commercial will show you but I have to say, almost all the kids that almost all kids shows now have a toy line or some kind of something that goes along with them. Still, I mean, it's it was like that in the '80s. It's still the same way. I mean, like Peppa Pig, you know, Peppa Pig, super popular. There is Peppa Pig everything merchandise. You know, Dora the Explorer. There's Dora the Explorer everything. So even if you're watching it and you're not seeing a commercial, like you're still being advertised to. Yeah, the they perfected it in the '80s, and if it ain't broke. Don't fix it. I guess. But in the 80s, there was a lot of commercials. And we, during Christmas time, open up you know, a Sears calendar, I think. My grandmother used to have those. And we would circle... Sears catalog? Sears catalog, not a calendar. And we would circle like 50 things. I wonder what that looked like. Yeah, I want to know more about that. Sears calendar. It's just it's just nothing but uh, washing machines on like February. <laughs> Different storefronts. <laughs> yeah. Like a washing machine next to like a creek then it's just all picturesque or something in october it's just like a empty sears like that failed or store closing so it just looks like this creepy old sears haunted sears yeah so what i wanted to 
still talk about on this on-demand thing is that my kid, he didn't understand what a commercial was and didn't understand how to navigate it in his mind. So when he walks into the room, let's say on a Saturday morning or, you know, the afternoon or when we're eating dinner or breakfast, he says, you know, I want true. And I'm like, okay. So, and for those of you out T-R-E? there that, that don't, yeah, T R U E, not the rap group from the '90s. Okay. Um, so, for most of you that don't know what True is, it's um, it's this little girl who gets three wishes on every episode, which absolutely drives me crazy because she gets these wishes from a wishing tree, and she burns these wishes on the worst things, and I cannot stand it. Should we hear the theme song? I, we can do the yeah. Let's do the theme song for True for those parents out there who have to suffer this on a daily basis no kind of sounds like the headliner at Tomorrowland or something that we'd be playing in a Coachella tent um No, true. God, I hate that. But uh, I have to watch that on a daily basis. And, you know, he walks in and he says, I want true, I want true. And then that just immediately triggers if we say no or true's not working right now, which is a classic go to or true's not on. He knows that that is a lie. And he, in fact, knows how to navigate a remote. So he will just throw a fit and go grab the remote and start hitting buttons mm-hmm. uh, until he finds Netflix. And then he can somehow navigate that, which is something that is unfathomable to me as you know, being a kid or his age. This is a whole different subject, but why not just know? I mean, wh- I, mean I, I know he, he'll get upset with saying no, but no is a good word. Um, we say no quite a bit, and yep. he does not understand that. I, he says just, no quite a bit, and he oh, does see, understand it. But when we say it, no, no. <laughs> see, I, 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 no is something you have to get across I, in my household anyway. So no is no. Mm-hmm. And then when they say no to me, you get in trouble for saying no to me. You see what I mean? Okay. Um, <laughs> did, okay. I, each is own, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. different strokes because sure. you're talking about a terrible two-year-old that is about to throw a mad fit and send our entire world into turmoil for the rest of the day if we escalate the situation. So, so we find ways to navigate around it. So he is boss. He has shown you. The boss <laughs> baby, which is another one we're finally through and I don't have to watch anymore. Good. That is a terrible TV show. My point was... It's. I don't know how this is going to continue because, like I said earlier in the podcast, we're the first generation before and after the internet. That's this, not true, by the way. There are other generations that were before the internet and after. Well, yeah. Okay. Right? So we were. Well, we're not after let, the internet. We're during like it's yeah. happening. We're right during now. the internet. But, so, but I understand what you're saying. You're saying that we were kids and didn't have the internet, and like let's say we're the last generation. Before the internet started. Okay. Okay. True. And the first ones to kind of navigate the future, right? Okay. We're with a couple of other ones. But anyway, we didn't have these liberties. These kids do. So what is this going to do for their future? If everything is on demand and everything is at their disposal, fingertips, and they know it, they know that they can click on something and it will immediately come on and immediately start playing. And if they don't like that episode within 30 seconds, they can pick the next one. And it just, it, it in my mind, I'm thinking, how is this going to affect them moving forward? 
Well, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you like on demand? Okay. Devil, <laughs> let me say this. I get frustrated when on demand doesn't work. I bet you do. But I do not always think about it because I still watch, I still watch like ABC sitcoms. But back to my question, how do you think that this affects them moving forward? Do you think everything in their life is going to be on demand? Whenever yeah. they want it, they can have it right then. It yeah. feels like patience. It wrecks patience. Correct. Like people don't have patience anymore. Even adults don't have patience anymore. We've been conditioned to. Yeah. Amazon. I mean, that's why people are like always driving like crazy assholes, like speeding around, like, you know, almost causing wrecks because they're the most important thing and they have to be there now. They have to be at work immediately or be right. going immediately. Yeah. And so are we the last generation that had patience? <laughs> Uh, I mean, no, I, think, I don't. I don't know because I don't even think people in our generation have very, very good, patience. very good patience. But we had to back in the day, especially when it comes to cartoons. And you know, these kids. There's so many shows, and I said True is his favorite. We, I'd love to get into you guys just to know what drives you absolutely crazy. Because, like I said, Boss Baby was one. We transitioned through them. Another one's Hello Ninja. And it's kind of entertaining, but at the same time, when you watch the same episode 37 times, um, yes, you know what's going to happen. And at that point, you're on your phone, which just triggers another thing. Like, all right, daddy's on his phone. I can watch Hello Ninja. You think he thinks the same, like your kid thinks the same thing about The Office? He's like, God, I, I know Jim's just going <laughs> to pull a trick on Dwight. I, get I over it. <laughs> That's very true. I don't think that uh, I don't think he knows what the office is. It's so different. It's not the same. I don't know. It's live TV. So maybe you're right. Maybe you're not. Uh, the one thing that I did like as a kid that he does like that I thoroughly enjoy and will watch every episode as many times as possible is Garfield. That was my go-to when I was a kid. Not necessarily okay. the cartoon, but the character of Garfield. I had all the books. I had the stuffed animals. I've Tried to tell him about Garfield. Now, he has a stuffed animal he doesn't play with, and but he loves the show. Still and in the box. We're towards the tail end of Garfield, and I've been watching it for quite a while. Netflix has done a really good job at rewriting Garfield. Bringing him up. Yeah, and it is absolutely incredible. Okay. Do we have a sound clip for Garfield? Because that's one of my favorites. This is the updated version. This is the opening song. This kind of sounds like 80s, right? Yeah, very much so. That's yeah, why I was It kind of sounds like Saved by the Bell. That's, yeah, okay. that's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> okay, cut it. So I can deal with that because I think the writing, uh, I can't remember, the guy's name is Jim something that wrote. Davis. Jim Davis wrote Garfield, and he's still writing the ones, or as far as I know, these are based on his stories. Right. Um, so... Better graphics, better you know things. Again, still on demand. So the caveat with the kids, and I think some of our listenership who has kids out there might uh, might appreciate this, is there, it's gotten to the point where Levon will walk into the room and say, I want True, and then we bring up the Netflix menu, and he's like, no, 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 I want Hello Ninja. And sure. I, go, I scroll over to Hello Ninja, and he's like, no, 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 I want Cars. And I'm like, whoa, dude, you first of all said true. That's why this TV's on. Um, now you got to pick one. Oh, yeah. And that drives me insane. We do, we go through the same thing. Like, she'll want to watch something. She likes Magic School Bus and uh, and some other ones. So I'll get on there, but then she'll see something and be like, hey, what's that? Uh, no, 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 go back, go back. What is, what is that there? 
I'm like, no, I'm not watching this. And I'm, I've put my foot down for a long time. There's there's this Barbie cartoon she she wants to watch, and I'm I have a sneaking suspicion my mom lets her watch it over at her house. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm just against it because I think it's harebrained, and I just I'm I'm anti. Right. So I, I was sitting with her one day, and she's like, I really want to watch the Barbie show. I was like, We're gonna watch one freaking episode, and we watched it. And I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> like I thought I was like, Oh my God, this is like, they've, they've, they know what Barbie is and they, they make fun of themselves. Like they, they add humor. It was actually smart. I was like, okay, like I've, I could kind of dig it. Like Barbie was eating ribs and with Ken. I don't know. So now you've taken the ban off the Barbie no, show. So no, you're no, endorsing no, no, the no, 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 no. It's still anti. I'm still, it, it's not allowed at my house, but uh, I did. I was like, okay, so there it's, it's intelligent. It's not just dumb, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I like juice boxes. The fact that, uh, that Barrett calls it, calls it cookie and it's Sesame street. Yeah. I wish I could get my kid into the, like the live action type kid shows. Yeah. Um, but there are a million, not a million, but there are a quite a bit of, uh, cartoons out there, especially streaming services on demand, things like that. You know, everything from, uh, the worst thing you've ever seen to a global giant like Paw Patrol, you know, and these kids know it, and mm. you can scroll through Netflix all day long, just like we can, yeah, with crappy movies and stuff that you know you're just sitting there scrolling because there's so much Over- content. You're overwhelmed by choices. Yeah, absolutely. And that came to kind of a I don't know a realization for me when I was reading uh, this article that talked about the guy who created Paw Patrol. And um, he, he specifically said, it's harder now to get something to become a success because there's so many channels and so many outlets and so many more shows. If you wrote it all down from the spark of the idea to a global brand doing a billion dollars a year, it's almost impossible. It'll be harder to win the lottery than to create a successful cartoon. I believe that it's completely saturated. Yeah. Computer software has become so far to where it's it's easier than ever before to create a cartoon. I mean, there's still a lot of work goes into it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not trying to discount that at all. But like, and if you look back at one of our former episodes entitled YouTube Kids, um, I mean, that's a, a very uh, descriptive and blatant uh, channel for that stuff to happen. Yeah. Because we talk about the algorithms in YouTube Kids and how these terrible, you know, cartoon videos make it to your children's eyes and ears. Um, and obviously somebody's creating that in their basement, you know, and now they have it out. I'm sure some of these shows were picked up just based off people putting stuff on YouTube that they it's created, hits. right? Yeah. Yeah. If it's popular enough or gets enough hits. But now when we were kids, though, there was maybe a handful of this stuff that you had, you know, disposal of. It There was not very many shows. I mean, probably... Not, not 20 not or many. 30, you know, but not, not thousands. A, not as many, but they churned out a lot. Like, a lot of them just didn't make it, but they, they churned out a bunch of junk, too. Yeah, but before you got here, old boy and I were just sitting here, like, kicking out old cartoons that, like, you we, know, like, do you remember this? Do you remember this? It's like, 
half the ones he he mentioned, like I did kind of vaguely remember, and then some of them I didn't remember at all. It's like, God, there really was just a ton of. There was still a ton of shit back then too. Right. Yeah. Not probably not as much, but there was a bunch. Well, I mean, when you think about it, back then there were only really four main things on TV, right? And you you stop me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to say cartoons for kids, the news. Uh, programming for old people like Days of Our Lives and that midday TV, uh, sports. So maybe there were five, and then like sitcoms. And I mean, that and, was an evening primetime drama. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Dynasty. I got a couple of that into adult TV. ER. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so those were like the five main things. That Game shows. God. Okay. So um, just, I'm going to poke just, some holes. You're just trying to prove me wrong here. I'm gonna poke, I mean, uh, basically, it's just like, it's still all the same, just less reality TV. Yeah. yeah. No reality TV, really, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm. for the most part, I guess. I think reality TV back then was Cops. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't yeah. that the first reality show ever? In the U.S., at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, we get a lot of it from Europe. So let's talk about cartoons when we were growing up, because I know that's what half of our listenership is here to 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 learn about today, because they want to take a trip down nostalgic road, and right. that's uh, the big thing. We asked each other this week to bring our top three favorite cartoons when we were kids, because there's nothing like waking up on Saturday morning. You know, before you're you're waking your parents up, they're still asleep. Like, get off me! And they say, just go in there and turn some cartoons on. I'll be up in a minute. You know, they're gonna make you some cereal, probably. You know, fruity pebbles or uh, cookie crunch, peanut butter, Captain Crunch. Did they have that back then? Get out of it! Who are you? I don't know. I loved Captain Crunch back in the day, and when they created Oops All Berries, I, I thought that was the greatest thing that had ever happened to food. That is pretty great, actually. Go ahead, yeah. sorry. I was just going to say, I'm envious of you guys. I think we had, like, Cheerios. We, we Did, never had sugar cereals. Oh, I thought for a second you were going to say we had the bags at the end of the, the Dude, <laughs> cereal. Dude, I ate a lot. Of, I mean, honestly, we, we probably did on some some of the stuff. We Which, had, yeah, we had a lot of, we added sugar to our cereal. <laughs> <laughs> so you wake up and you've got your bowl of cereal and you're ready for that cartoon to come on because it only came on on Saturday mornings. You waited all week. You've gone to school. You've suffered, you know, these terrible meals. Your parents are feeding you at night. And by terrible, I mean vegetables and, you know. You've been bullied. White food. What? You've been bullied all week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've been bullied all week. Now it's time for you. You know, you wake up. You might be sitting on the couch. You might be, you know, you might have a, a dining sitting table close floor. to a TV. You've got that box set that's on the ground. Um, it's, you know, probably heavy as shit. And, I, I don't know, super deep, super square. You're ready. You're ready for these cartoons. What do you go to? We're okay. going to have a little fun today, too. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do this by theme song. So how about this? We'll, we'll play the theme song of the cartoon. I think we count it down. We're going to go third best, second best, favorite cartoon of all time. Okay, shoot. Yeah. Of course it would go to Conan. You're damn right. Was that the Wilhelm scream? <laughs> yeah. This sounds deep. It is. 
See. It's also very long. Was this the whole episode? Yeah, it was you just, get three it's just minutes. A, they knock three <laughs> minutes out each episode like this. All it is <laughs> is one long montage. <laughs> I took uh, I, I took my kid and my wife to a uh, to like a medieval knight jousting thing once, and I think the same announcer is the guy that was there that. <laughs> That voiceover. If you've uh, listened to our uh, podcast for a while or have ever listened to our previous podcast, uh, you, everybody out there knows that old boy loves Conan. Love some old Conan, dude. I really do. I can't explain it. Just love it. So that's no surprise that that's on the list. But surprising is it comes in at number three. Right. I have to say real quick. I when you sent that as part of your top three, I was like, I don't remember this cartoon at all. I looked it up, watched the intro, downloaded the intro. Still, still don't, don't remember. remember. <laughs> still don't remember. I and don't remember anything about that cartoon. Disclaimer: I know we're talking about Saturday morning cartoons, and I remember a ton of cartoons. But I used to watch this before school. Like I just, I distinctly remember watching it before school, and just to get you pumped up to take on those bullies. No doubt, yeah. You know, had to do something. That's so. a, I, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say that too. I think all three of the ones I picked are probably afternoon, like weekday afternoon cartoons. Cartoons, right? Yeah. Okay. Now I was straight Saturday morning. All right, let's go with number two. All right, number two. It's got to, it, 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 classic. Yeah. Right. I mean, this is this is not only the cartoon. This is the brand. This is no the the four player arcade game. Everything commercials. Yeah. Hey, get a grip. <laughs> These turtle boys don't cut them no slack. No, you can tell this is definitely '80s. No doubt. So. For our listenership who might not know this, I'm actually half Ninja Turtle. That's how much I love pizza. All right, so drum roll, old boy. Conan, Ninja Turtles. What's coming in at number one? It is. Yeah. Hazard to guess. Come on. It's incredible, but I'm going Batman. Yeah. Batman, the animated series, dude. Also, an a- this one was an I afternoon. I do remember watching that. This is an afternoon cartoon for sure. Yeah, it was. This was, like, I feel like critically acclaimed, too. Like, and it developed, like, this, uh, Harley Quinn was created on Batman, the animated series. Yeah. And they, like, fleshed out a lot of uh, other characters that were just kind of you know, lesser known characters on the, on, on the that sh- series. Yeah. On that show. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Harley Quinn. Yeah. Launched off this show. That's, that's insane. And Plus now Margot Robbie's making tons of money from it. Yep. It was just like a straight up noir style too, man. Right. It yeah. It makes me want to go back and watch some episodes. Of like La Femme Nikita. <sighs> sure. Man. You need to look up noir, <laughs> but the, uh, you've also got, you've also got uh, Mark Hamill voice, the Joker. Which is oh, yeah. spot on, dude. Wow. Yeah. I need to go back and revisit that. Yeah. I, I've seen Into the Spider-Verse, and uh, that's kind of brought me back into this animated thing. Um, and that yeah. kind of reminds me of that original Batman. I mean, obviously. Well, well, you might, dumb, you but... might be a little disappointed in the animation compared to, <laughs> <laughs> to sure. the Spider-Verse. It was the yeah. 80s, let's be honest. All right. I'm going to go into mine. Top three. We're going to do it like this. We're going to count them down. Number three. 
solid. Yep. This is Saturday Morning Cartoons. You're yeah. right. With a California theme. Do your best, Kermit. <laughs> what should I say? Whatever you want. I can't do it. The reason Muppet Babies was so great is because the only thing we had Muppet-wise was live action. And this was the first cartoon that actually had Muppets, and they had to be babies. I don't know why. I love it. Yeah, it's great. But every Muppet had an animated baby. I never understood that. We're like, the, were these the kids of the Muppets, or were it's just... I think... No, I think they... Because they had the same names. Yeah. I think... Yeah. Whereas, like, Tiny Toons was different characters. I think the Muppets, this is just kids' version of the Muppets. Very true. Yeah. And you never saw the mom or the nanny or whatever, right? So that was classic Saturday morning. Didn't they do tons of, like, uh, movie parodies on that? Because it was all about them or imagination, right? Like, they just kept, like, imagining different scenarios. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, they might have done movie parodies. I feel like they did because I, I almost feel like I remember uh, Fozzie Bear doing some sort of like Indiana Jones parody or something like that. that. Oh, it had to have been. Yeah. So that was a classic. My number two. Yeah. See. Yeah. Also classic. Duckburg. No, all I can think about this is uh, Scrooge McDuck swimming through his vault of money, although it was not dollar bills. They were gold coins. And I don't know if ducks have some kind of armor on them, but swimming in gold coins just kind of seems uncomfortable to me. Was there a point that he, like, I mean, I know he dived in, dove into the gold coins. Did he, like, spit the coins out like he was water in his mouth or something like that? Or am I misremembering that? No, that sounds about right. He would, like, dive off a diving board into the coins. And I'm like, wait a minute, you break your neck. Man. As a kid, you don't think that. So they They recently relaunched this series and it's good too it had ducktales had a bunch of spinoffs uh i mean, remember tailspin like, it was a darkwing mcduck or something darkwing tailspin duck. a darkwing duck so um i remember scrooge mcduck had it what they were like kind of dumb nephews or something i don't know if they're dumb they're just nephews okay <laughs> yeah but i love ducktales so uh, if you've listened to this podcast for about a year now, I consistently bring things up. Um, I do a terrible job at trying to compare things that we're covering to Star Wars. Oh, God. That's what I was getting to ask. Is there a Star Wars cartoon? No, there's I'm not, not about the Star Wars reference coming, but I do that. Uh, I often bring up It's a Wonderful Life. Uh-huh. Um, and then when we start talking about nostalgia and when we were being a kid, I often bring this up, which is my favorite cartoon of all time. Because I think that it just encompasses a lot of things uh, come together to create one being, which is... Oh, fuck. Wind, water, hot, go, planet! By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet! Captain Planet! I can just see the disdain on your face. The best thing about this show is the theme song, which is... This show is incredible. Not. Yes, it's very environmental. These things, these beings are coming together to create this guy. And if I'm not mistaken, they all had what? They had the rings, and the yep. rings create a Captain Planet, and Captain Planet destroyed any litter or anybody who was trying to hurt the environment. Right. How is that bad? 
It's just bad entertainment. <laughs> just because it wasn't bad. fighting. It, it's kind of like the knockoff, um, what, G.I. Joe. It was, the, it was the knockoff a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keyword knockoff. Okay, that's all we could afford. <laughs> PBS. No, this wasn't a PBS show. No, okay. I agree. I mean, you're right. Solid message, you know, be better to the environment. But right. man, it was it like was... a B cartoon. But I enjoyed it very much. Mm. So Captain Planet gets my number one. I just remember, like, I don't remember a ton about Captain Planet, but I remember not liking any of the kids that had the rings. Like, I feel like they all kind of sucked. Yeah. And they all come from different ethnicities. They were all from different countries. And uh, mm. that's that they brought the world together, too. Again, positive message. I just don't <laughs> like Captain Planet. I yeah. don't. I, 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 he's a dork. Uh, very true. If you and we'll put that on our socials, what Captain Planet looked like because it there's a lot of white in that costume. Was there? I think so. I don't think you've seen the show. <laughs> I think you need to go back. You and Levi need to rewatch some shows. All right, so we've gone through six of uh, the '80s cartoons. Now it's time for Juicebox to bring it home. Yep. With his favorite cartoons growing up, where are we coming in at number three? Oh, yes. I didn't even think about this. Come join the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister Dot. Just for fun, we run around the Warner movie lot. They lock us in the tower whenever we get caught. This cartoon was so out there. Like, it was, I mean, it was enjoyable to watch as you as a kid, but, like, if you watch it as an adult, it's like, there's a lot of jokes that are, like, definitely flying over kids' heads that so, are definitely, like, a lot of their, like, impressions and stuff, you know, it, especially now, I mean, they're dated now, but, like, for parents, when this was out, it was probably some relevant, like, uh, stuff. Yeah, Do you think it's one of the first cartoons that transitioned that, uh we know parents are watching now so we've kind of got a piece to both demographics know. here there's adult humor in it though for sure tons and they it, well one whole character is just like based off Ringo Starr like he has a Ringo <laughs> Starr voice and his name is Ringo like yeah is, uh, was Porky the Pig on that no, it was like just them three, and like they had a bunch of other side characters, like Pinky and the Brain. Oh um, yeah, yeah, they're owned by the, Warner Brothers, so they they created that to compete with uh, against Disney, gotcha, Disney, or Looney Tunes and Looney other Tunes. characters. Yeah, gotcha. But yeah, no, that was a solid show. I recommend like dropping in on an episode here or there. Yeah. So anyway, number two for me. Inspector Gadget? Yeah. Yep. Holy shit. Right. I'm glad I didn't know what y'all's were. Solid. You can make some sick rap beats with some of these cartoons. I think Slick Rick did. Did he? Maybe. I feel like somebody definitely made a rap beat out of this. Yeah. So anyway, that was a big staple. I mean, we watched that. You know, I had younger brothers, so I feel like cartoons in our house had a longer lifespan. Mm-hmm. So that that was a big one for me. But number one, a far and ahead of everything else. Transformers. More than meets the eye. 
Transformers. I'm just trying to wrap my head around this theme. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> It was like an 80s opening. Damn, um, another solid dude. I mean, I was like obsessed with Transformers. The cartoons, toys, everything. Like I had to have it all. I, it was the the best thing that was ever invented. I think everybody had an Optimus like Mack truck. The See, movie. I never had an Optimus Prime, but I had like tons of other. I never had any of the, the big expensive ones, but I had ready, um, you know, tons of the middle range ones. Right. I had the Decepticon that turned into a plane, but it was from McDonald's. So, like, you know, <laughs> it was, like, real rubbery. Yeah. Dude, this movie, Transformers movie, the cartoon movie, I mean, I remember distinctly crying when Optimus Prime died. Yeah, exactly, man. And then it, like, gets down to the end, and then uh, Hot Rod becomes, like, the new leader, and you're like, God, fuck yeah. Like, you're just <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that... that that had a big effect on me as a kid. The solid pick, man. I guess we, should we do some honorable mentions? We could do the honorable mentions. So those were our top three. Uh, I'm sure many of you have uh, your own out there. If you do, feel free to uh, send us a, a DM on the socials at Raising Nashville Podcast uh, on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, whatever. Yeah. Send it to us. We'll put it on our socials because we want to know too. And we want to revisit this stuff at least in our mind for a minute or two um, because it is fun to go back and think about these things. So, And that's the thing. Like we were, we were talking earlier, I don't know. There, they, we could have queued up a thousand theme songs, but I just didn't right. have the time and don't want to play every single one. All right. So, what do you got as honorable mentions? All right. Just I throw mean, them out there. Clearly, yeah, I don't have any more theme songs queued up. Clearly, GI Joe, Thundercats. We just looked up recently, just a minute ago, was Captain N the Game Master, which was I, I, I just remember the shit out of that cartoon. Yeah. See, what's weird is like I had I I'd spaced it. But when he brought it up, I was like, I really watched every single episode of it. Yeah. Yeah, I was into that show. I'm going to go, oh, uh, Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears was a big one. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. And I would say Care Bears. A lot of bears. But uh, I liked Care Bears. Yeah, Care Bears are good. Yeah. And and then the Care Bears animated movie is messed up. I don't know if you guys have seen that recently. It's dark. Not recently. It's very, very dark. Hmm. Um, So going back to it, I mean, obviously everything's great at the end, but it gets really dark with the witch and the book and the circus and everything right in the middle. So that's still relevant to me today. I can watch it. Um, I think that's really all I had. Um, One thing that we, Old Bai and I discussed earlier was... uh, the Super Mario Brothers oh, show, yeah. which yeah. I don't have the thing queued up, but let me just play a little bit of their song. Hey, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. With the Mario Brothers, <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that. It's dumb. Did you know it was going to be like this? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Like Bucky just got hooked. So anyway, <laughs> that, is cl- that is awesome. When he brought that up, like I was like, yeah, I remember watching that a lot too. And then we played that theme song. I was like, damn, I wish I would have picked this as one of my top three. Yeah, it's pretty is that where, so that's where the two like live guys come out and introduce the cartoon and then right. they turn into cartoons or whatever? Yep, that's yeah. it. That is absolutely one, incredible. Mario is played by Captain Lou Albino, famous uh, wrestler. Yeah. 
I did not know that. The I can la- see that from that YouTube video. <laughs> the last honorable mention, something we didn't even touch on, but I know I watched a ton of it, is like Tom and Jerry, Looney Tunes. Yep. Like They came on Saturday mornings for sure, and it was just filler. But I, I remember watching a ton of old... 60s cartoons, Scooby Doo. Sure. We didn't, man. Nobody even said any, anything about Scooby Doo. I watched the I shit out of Scooby Doo. I, I wasn't a Scooby Doo. I mean, I, I watched it. I remember them pulling off somebody's face, and it's another face, and you know, it was cool. Scooby Doo, yeah. I feel like, was on uh, WGN when you got home from school, like every That's, day. Yeah. That was one we watched a lot, a lot too. But sure. I do remember the 60s and 70s cartoons, yeah. and those were classic. I mean, Tom and Jerry is classic. You know, C Lab 2020. I mean, what Tom and Jerry uh, sparked the Simpsons, uh, Ren and Stimpy? No, not Stimpy. Oh, I mean, it's uh, Itchy and Scratchy. Ren and yeah, Stimpy. we didn't even talk about oh, Ren and Stimpy, man. That, but that was shit. like a little bit older, right? They didn't come till the 90s. Um, Dude, so, I'm changing my number one. It's Ren, it is. It's Ren and Stimpy, and it is because like the knockoff Ren and Stimpy shows that like are on now are my favorite kids shows. Okay, like SpongeBob and um, and Teen Titans Go, which is dope. I actually love Teen Titans Go. I do too. I took uh, Asher to the movies to see that when it came out. I did too. It did may, you really? Yeah, it may have been Sam's first movie. You took Asher also? Yeah, I took. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, hey, He's, he saw he it twice. You, he talked you into taking him too. <laughs> no. I think I think cartoons are really beneficial and um, still to me I mean they're entertaining when you have to watch them over and over and over again they don't get so entertaining they lose it their value sure and that's the world that we live in and we just kind of have to we have to embrace it because it's not going to stop I mean these these streaming giants are going to continue to put out content they're going to continue to create new things or spoof off old things or recreates the wheel somehow and we're just going to have to kind of grip and hang on. Um, but I, I, we just wanted to do this episode today to kind of bring to you, you know, how the another transitioning episode, transitioning from when we were kids to what our kids are currently going through, and we're having to go through it with them as parents. Right. Can we call this episode? After these messages, we'll be right back. That, that's actually perfect uh, because – uh, our kids won't get that if they ever <laughs> listen to this podcast. Damn, yeah, they won't. Well, as always, uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If so, go on our socials, uh, say what's up. Uh, a lot of you have been liking some stuff that we put on there. We really enjoyed that. We really enjoy the interaction. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, there's a million of them out there. Feel free to take 30 seconds to go on there and like our podcast, rate us, tell your friends about it. We're back every single week. We really enjoy this. We hope you do too. And uh, with that said, tell us what your favorite cartoon is and cereal. And, and cereal, that's most important. Yeah, we, we could have gone hand in head on this. Like, what was your favorite cartoon and what cereal went with that cartoon? Oh, God. That, in hindsight, I wish we'd done that. Except yeah. for it would just be Cheerios. We'll be back with this uh, part two, cereal. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children, have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear. <laughs> <laughs>